Happy post-holidays. Today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and our favorite app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. I actually just used it over the weekend and it was awesome. With SeatGeek Marketplace, sell your tickets without getting hijacked by ridiculous after-the-sale costs. Go to SeatGeek.com BS to learn how to buy and sell on SeatGeek. Don't forget to download the free SeatGeek app and our promo code BS. And SeatGeek will send you $20 once you've made your first purchase. Today's episode is also brought to you by MeUndies.com, the home of great fitting underwear that happens to be two times softer than cotton. I'm wearing them right now. They just launched a new, a new line of boxers. Wait a second. They haven't mailed me the boxers yet, Sal. What? Why, how do they launch a new line of boxers and I don't have any? Stop the read. Well, uh, I'm going to just finish this, but I'm going to finish it sadly because I don't have the MeUndies.com boxers yet. But if you go to MeUndies.com slash BS, you get 20% off your first order of the world's most comfortable underwear, as well as a money-back guarantee if you don't like your first pair. Free shipping in North America. Uh, MeUndies.com slash BS. And we're off. This is a good one. Yeah. Clear enough for you. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Jim. Jim's in, Jim's here. He's helping us out today. Tate's. I don't know where Tate is. He's traveling the world. Tate, the Panthers lost, and Tate may not be seen again. That's it. Right? Is that that's true? The Panthers lost, and Tate's just gone. Uh, that's the cuz. We love the Week 17 podcast because there's all these different possibilities. Yeah. That uh, we think we know, but then as we'll somehow screw up, and then people will oh, tweet at you. And you yeah. We'll. Yeah. we'll there's especially a ton of things going on this time. Mm-hmm. There's like 11 playoff spots out of the 12 or somehow in play. How are we? How do we not have more defined something at right. this point? This is supposed to be the easiest week to gamble. Um, and we're owed it after the worst week ever, maybe, of gambling in the NFL last week. Well, we lost a, a holiday three-teamer. Uh, hey, you know, how do you keep roping me into these three-teamers? Oh, come on. That should have won. So we had a Christmas little Oakland Raiders on Christmas Eve. We had the Warriors money line. We had those two money lines. Money line. That was exciting. Raiders won in overtime. Warriors, yeah. that was a game you had to so kind of watch. So then, then the only one we have to win left is the Steelers against the Ravens. Double-digit favorite. Just have to win the game. Ryan Mallett. Clay Aiken. Who else is on the Ravens? <laughs> Lamar did, Aiken. Did one person on the Ravens start in a fantasy Week 16 playoff matchup this uh, weekend? I'm going to say no. No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. And they and, talk about how, what a rivalry it is. Oh, well, they won. It's a rivalry. Of course it's going to be fun. Like I don't buy that. None of these guys are made were part of the rivalry. They're, Ray Lewis is calling games on ESPN, and, right. and Flacco's out. And I, I don't think Javorius Buck Allen, uh, no, he remembers when Troy... Palomalo brought him down with a horse collar back in 09. This right. Is, he doesn't he doesn't forget. Kamar Aiken, same thing. He will never forget what, what the Steelers did to him, knocking him out of the playoffs. Uh, Mike Tomlin, come on. NFL rivalries seem to only last three to four years. Like the right. Niners and the Seahawks was a rivalry for three years. Yeah, right, right, right. And then it, it, they have little shelf lives, and I think the Ravens and the Steelers had a great run. Mm-hmm. It's not a rivalry anymore. If our kids who were almost entering junior high school if their high school has a rivalry with another school are they like are they pumped up about it now right oh like, that's our rival that's our rival no they don't even know about it that, that's what buck allen and, and ryan mallet should have that's so what they should be thinking you derisively said the words mike tomlin yeah um i saw a stat that i thought was pretty alarming for mm-hmm. for steeler fans and mike tomlin fans in the last four years 
13 times they've lost to under 500 teams. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, some of those games are probably good three and four teams or one. Yeah, we, but, it, we wow. actually, we, we wondered last week, given the Mike Tomlin history, whether this Ravens game would sneak up on them and something weird might happen. Mm-hmm. And then I came to the conclusion, this narrative all sounds awesome, but the Ravens are terrible. And yeah. there's no way the Steelers could. The thing I don't understand is how they only score 17 points. The Steelers? Yeah. 25th ranked score defense. 17 points. Ravens, the Ravens are awful. Bad, yeah. Well, that was pressure on him too. Pressure, like Roethlisberger running for his life almost every play. Week sixteen does <sighs> feel like three team teasers just get screwed up. And yeah. There's always one or two or three or something. You said it last week. You said week fifteen, sixteen, or seventeen. There's always something. We got by on fifteen. It seemed too easy yeah. last week. Seattle loses. Pittsburgh loses. Who am I missing? Carolina loses. Uh, that Seattle line, was, hang on. Seattle line was way too high, and I didn't have the balls to bet the Rams money. Just because it seems like at least once a year they play one of those teams tough. The Rams right. are, for whatever reason, a decent NFC West team, and then they suck against everyone else. It's really weird. Uh, well, they have a chance to go 5-1 and one in the division? Yeah. <laughs> we have... uh it goes on? Yeah, we had them to win the NFC, which I yeah. still like. I still like that bet, even it's though they're 7-8. Eight. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate Jeff Fisher for going 8-8 eight eight for this 75th straight year. Yeah. He he's his, he's He's got to be the most mediocre coach in the history of the league. What was it, like 6 out of 24 years he was above 500 or something? Yeah, something like that. Maybe now it's like off. 6 out of 25. Maybe that's I looked off. up his career stats, and I think he's still somehow 10 games over 500 because the Titans had that nice little stretch at Is one he? point. Yeah. yeah, they're all against Seattle. So what was the thing that shot that heading into the playoffs, did anything happen in Week 16 that shocked you or made you change your mind on the destiny of where we're headed for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I thought Steelers I, – I know we're talking wild card or maybe not even a playoff team here, but Steelers and – Seahawks were the team nobody wanted to play yeah. in January. And now maybe everybody wants to play him. Maybe. What do you do if you're that Minnesota? That's not very Collinsworthy. What do you do? Now, now, I, 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 it's not a fair fight, Al. <laughs> Come on. If you're Minnesota, we're jumping the gun here a little bit, playing Green Bay. If you win that game, you host a division game against Seattle, or do you want to go to Washington? What would you rather do? Maybe... Maybe host Seattle. Maybe I don't want to play Washington as the road favorite in Washington when yeah. Washington seems to love to play as the underdog against these teams. Yeah, they do. Like the, Washington's worst case scenario is when they're up seven or they're favored by like seven and a half against Brandon Whedon, mm-hmm. Q being whoever. I think their worst case scenario is their quarterback taking a knee at the four yard line <laughs> before half. <laughs> he, he just I, I was stunned that everybody was so like per, apoplectic about what happened and perplexed and yeah. Bill Cower had like a minute long you can't do that you can't uh-huh. it's like obviously he just brain farted yeah right he just lost his he just forgot he's you know he's playing quarterback mm-hmm. there's a million things going on and he had a brain fart exactly yeah he's still been amazing yeah he'd probably not do it again if he had the choice yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> guess he has regrets <laughs> right but he's he's been really good. He's gotten better as the year went along, and that's not a bad team. I think he, he's over 70% passing, I think, which is great in this league. And I think the big tight end has made mediocre quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks successful, yeah. even to a point where they can excel in this league. Jordan Reed makes catches that you just your, your tight end like 10 years ago just wouldn't catch. Like These guys are uncoverable. So which team feels more upset-ish heading into Washington for round one for you? Minute, uh Minnesota or Green Bay? Uh, 
So wait, I can't no, see Aaron. Ro- I'm saying I can't see Aaron Rodgers going to Washington and losing to the Redskins. Oh man! But I could totally see Teddy Bridge- Bridgewater losing to them. I could see it too. But what's what's going on with this Green Bay team? What are we gonna? What are we thinking anymore? I don't know. And why what if was they everybody- even win by a field goal this week? What are they back to being good again? Like, yeah. Why was everybody so? so certain that green bay that would that wasn't a totally weird game by them it's like oh yeah they can't block they can't play defense like watching the game that trey aikman's who was the announcer was it aikman i think it was was it aikman and buck for it makes sense i think whoever it was and they're pointing out like oh green bay is just they're in major trouble on both sides of the ball it's like well why didn't i know this a week ago right i know i've watched it they seem pretty confident right but they they really seem like they can't block uh, their receivers are never open, which we knew. And if they are, they drop the ball. How many Devontae Adams drops are we going to watch this year? Yeah. So many. And they can't get that running game going early, which just, just kills our offense. Well, Eddie Lacy's getting into shape. Yeah. It's like <laughs> late December. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write them off as I, – I don't see them winning four straight playoff games. No, you're right, and that's what they'd have to do. If you're just talking about who's going to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I think we're down to – Usually we have like seven teams that you could talk me into. What do you think? Five now. Yeah, Pats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyone <laughs> else in the really? AFC? Just one. <laughs> I mean, would you bet your life on any other uh, AFC man, team I, winning? I don't. I wouldn't take. I don't think Osweiler, but who knows? I don't know. It I, feels I like the Pats, the Cards, and the Panthers are are at another level right. than these other That's teams. That's what I, I would separate those three. And, and as like, a Pats fan, I, I, the Cards are the team I don't want to see. Sure. I think that team would I, – I think we'd have a hard time beating that team. That is a damn good team. I've been saying it. We've been saying it all year, and we're going to make no money off them going to the Super Bowl. I know, and I like even last week I picked the Packers. You did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Honey Badger went out. And right. I'm like, oh, Rogers will be able to throw. I don't think the pass rush would be that fierce. But watching them offensively, they have they have no fear. They're like these other teams play scared. You know, like yeah, All right, third and three, we're gonna run it or something. Carson Palmer throws downfield to guys you've never heard of, and then like now John Brown has to be the household name now. You know, right? Like, this is they they have no fear in their offensive game plan, and it's fun to watch, and it pays off. You know. They they got they lucked out with this third down running back or maybe it wasn't luck I mean it was a good pick but mm-hmm. the fact that Williams. he's kind of rounding into shape at the perfect time right that guy's really good yeah David Johnson mm-hmm. you know running backs more than you, Iowa right running backs you just kind of know one way or the other it's not, it's not like they they show fight like they're either good or they're not that guy can catch the ball he can make guys miss he can break tackles it's yeah. everything you'd want from a running back and they kind of stumbled into him in December. Definitely. And now when I watch them and I think about the Pats, the, the Pats, the biggest issue the Patriots have is the teams that spread out with the receivers and have the one back who can run and catch. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the one recipe. Like That's what Pittsburgh was able to do a couple other teams. And the two teams that can do that against the Pats in the playoffs are Pittsburgh and Arizona. Right. And I don't know. I just I, the, the thing I'm holding on to is it's Carson Palmer. But the, you think but, at some point he's going to turn into a pumpkin, but may, maybe it just never happens. You see a lot of similarities in the Patriots, though, with the with the Cardinals. Now, obviously, I don't want to compare Palmer to Brady, but he steps up there, he throws, yeah, throws the receivers you haven't heard of. You have the older, you have Dwight Freeney, you have the defensive playmaker. Now all yep. of a sudden, is just at playing out of his mind. I think we have a better front seven. Um, I think Gronk's better than anyone on Arizona. Sure. But we the the thing that kills this Pats team the Lewis injury they've never recovered from mm-hmm. they don't have a running back 
it's like they either have the guy who can run or they or they have the James White guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. But whoever's in there, you know kind of what they're going to do. If James White's in there, they're not going to run with him. Mm-hmm. And if you have like, you know, Brandon Bolden or somebody, he's going to run. He's not going to catch the ball. There's, there's no threat. Like the Jets had them so figured out. That's why... I know you're going to get mad at me about this Pats Jets game. Yeah, go ahead. I want to. I want to talk about it. <laughs> first of all, let's talk about it. <laughs> first of all, it was a very curious game by the Patriots. Yeah. They almost approached it like a preseason game. <sighs> they, you... Gronk was a decoy the whole game. All right. They just say they. They never. The only time they ever really sent Gronk over the middle on a pass that he might get hurt on was mm-hmm. that fourth and nine. Mm-hmm. You know, they just. It was clear that they didn't want him to get hurt. They didn't really want to show anything. They ran a, they ran like weird gimmick things like flea flicker and right. misdirection stuff and reverses and but they couldn't run the ball at all on the Jets. And if they don't get that Collins TD, I think they check out of that game. So you're saying it's not as much that they didn't take the Jets seriously as maybe they they didn't take the game seriously. They didn't they don't think they needed as much. I know yeah, you I want to say they don't want to play Pittsburgh. I don't know. I, I think that it, my read on it, having watched all the Pats games this year, was it was not our A game. Right. And I think they wanted to get out of there without getting hurt. That's why when, when we scored when it was 2019, I thought they were going to go for the two point just to get the game over with. I right. really did. I, like, I, I was surprised when I saw Guskowski. Mm-hmm. But um, it was so hard to move the ball. The offense scored 13 points in that game. They had one touchdown drive. The only touchdown drive they had was that last drive, which need, they needed a fourth and two and a fourth and nine, mm-hmm. where Gronk got crushed. And if Calvin Pryor goes eight inches lower, Gronk's knees go out again, and the season's over, right? Right. He tackled him conventionally. But it was so hard to score just on that drive. I think Belichick looked at it, and he was like, our defense is playing better than our offense. If we can stop them, we get the ball back at around like R40 and we got to go 30 yards 40? for a field goal. Why, why do you, why is that? Everyone's saying that the Patriots would get the ball back at their 40. If All right. So if they don't call PI on Butler on third down, we right. get the ball on our 40. Why? Where's the kick from the 30? They're kicking from their own 25. Right. Right. So net, so you, net 35 yards. Well, All right. So we get 35. it on our 35. On your whatever. 35. Yeah. So wouldn't you take it on your 35 anyway to start? No. Cause we were getting it on like the I 15. Don't I don't know about that. I just don't like it. You have Tom Brady on your team. And it's one thing if, like, Mike Zimmer back in November kicked off in overtime because of the wind. If there's a factor like that, that's one thing. But you have Tom Brady, the way they call pass interference, like you said these days, the way there are missed tackles, the way kickoffs are run back for touchdown, you got to take the ball. You have to. We did it two years ago. We kicked off to Denver to start OT. Um, You forget that we, we have Tom Brady, yes. Right. But we also have Keyshawn Martin. Uh, some dude named Harris, uh, Michael Williams, Keyshawn, Stephen Mar- Jackson, who right. was could have been here with us two weeks ago. Sure, uh, he had no weapons. Gronk was the only weapon in the team, and it was clear from that game that they weren't going to expose him over the middle on you, the Gronk. You, one passes. play, one Gronk missed tackled away from winning the game on a touchdown. Like, I, well, I think I he take, got so popped on that ball. fourth and nine. I think mm-hmm. they were like, "Yeah, that's it." I don't think they cared if they won the game. The bigger They'll question never is that, Le- they, Adrian Waddle. Is that his name? Is that your left tackle? Well, that was another thing. We had yeah. the offensive line was decimated. Right. And Brady was, he's really good at getting rid of the ball right before he gets popped. Mm-hmm. Unlike your QB, right? Who who just takes the hit every time and, and now has to have a plate grafted onto his collarbone. He's a man. What are you gonna do? He's a man. 
<laughs> takes a hit. Brady's Football. nobody ever, and you would never make fun of him for it either. Not you. I you would. would sure. But no Patriot fan thinks, oh Brady, come on, take the hit, man. Yeah. Like it's it's smart. He's saving himself for the playoffs, but. You know they're showing Waddle on the bench. I like that it's La- Adrian. Adrian. La- I think it's La- Adrian, La- Adrian Waddle. Waddle, who I can't say I had heard of until about four weeks ago, and it's like, oh, okay, this guy's out. Oh no, it's Brady on his back yelling, La- Adrian, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? You can't win, Tom. I feel like we've used over ten offensive linemen this year, and and bad, I don't know how yeah. many left tackles we've had. And then Vollmer goes down. Mm-hmm. I just think they wanted to get out of that game. They knew they'd have to win in Miami. Miami's given up on this season. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to show the Jets anything because they might, you know, they might have to see them again. So they ran. I don't know. It was a gimmicky game. All right. I would have gone for two. Maybe go for two. You got to take the ball in overtime. I don't even care what the stats say. You take the ball in overtime. It's like a slap fight. You go first or second. <laughs> you go first. You don't know if you're gonna go. You're gonna be but around for a second. The the real advantage of having the ball first in overtime is mm-hmm. if you think you can go down and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Belichick thought they could go down and score a touchdown. He just watched a drive where they probably shouldn't have even scored a touchdown on that drive. Right. So well, I don't know. We'll All see. right, let's we'll talk about uh, the playoff implications. We got eleven games that matter, mm-hmm. and we can cross off. The Colts need like nine things to win, right? I think one of them is that the Texans plane goes down. They didn't put that at number 10. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's number seven. Or the actually. Texans don't land in the stadium yeah. where, where, or the city where the game is. Right. We could have Colts. We could cross them off. The most, the, Really, the most cut and dry ones are whoever wins Packers-Vikings gets the three seed. Mm-hmm. So we know that. If the Jets win, they're in the playoffs right. and the Steelers are out. Mm-hmm. We know that. Everything else is like, this has to happen, that has so. We'll just go through it. We're going to do... Uh, Meaningless first, right? Yeah, we'll do the Week 17 lines. I wanted to mention quickly, though, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the BS Podcast as well as the Channel 33 Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. All links are available at BillSimmonsPodcast.com or you can subscribe to the uh, at Channel 33 Twitter feed. We're we're just about at 20 million listens for the BS wow. Pod in... in, in just three months. So nice. thanks for spreading the word for us. Channel 33 is going great too. And if you like the movie Heat, we put up a little holiday episode, me and Chris Ryan breaking it down for an hour. It was a the deepest of deep dives. <laughs> you like that movie? Yeah, I did. I don't know why you stopped at an hour. You, you felt like it could have got kept going. It could have kept going. Yeah. It's one of those, we could have gone three hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. It's Also, living here makes that movie even more yeah, fun. They, they did does. get rid of Kate Manolini's. Anyway, all right, so... Uh, we're going to go meaningless games first. There's five of them. Now, these are all, all 16 games are division games, and they've teams have played each other. I'm going to give the score of the first time, whether you like it or not, uh, the first time these two teams played. Okay. So what do we have? Giants, Eagles first? Yeah. By oh, the way, hey. I counted them. We had a lot of crap. For some reason, we didn't do the Patriots game the last week, possibly the last two weeks. We, we forgot to do them. We forgot to do the Pats-Jets game. Pats-Jets, right. Yeah. And the real tragedy of that was I was going to go through my whole case for how I, I worried that the Pats weren't going to really give their A game in the game. Really? Which I, I did with House. to some, right, right. The Jets were one of my picks. But 
I was going to throw this whole thing at you. Like this would feel very Belichickian if they just kind of went vanilla and threw this game away, and then you would be oh, shut up, Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we could have played it. We should have recorded that anyway. Yeah, yeah. but we ended up not picking the game at all, (laughs) which is great. I counted though. There are sixteen here. We're going to go through all the games. All right. So I have Giants at home. Uh, laying two and a half to the pathetic Eagles. What do you have? I don't know why I went so high. I said five, but uh, it is three. You get that one. Do you want to say sayonara to the 2015 Giants? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because I think their fans still are saying <laughs> to each other, hey, if we get in, watch out. Well, oh, We've been here before. <laughs> no, no, you can't get in. You, you've been eliminated. You know, we say this is meaningless, but it actually has meaning because the loser... We, we say these are loser leaves town matches. This is loser leaves country. The loser plays the Rams in London next October. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like the third place to the fourth place, however it matches up. The loser That's leaves the want. country match. Right. Philly won 27-7 on Monday night back in October. Uh, yeah, loser leaves country. I think when your best player blows off part of his hand in a fireworks accident and right. then you start out the season with one of the worst time management losses of this century. Oh yeah. Bad omens. The Dallas, yeah. Yeah. It's just like the Giants, not just one of those years where it didn't happen. Would you would you keep Coughlin or no? I think it's uh, have we said this before? Like, you know, you don't want to say like someone should stop driving at a certain age until you see three times in a week like an eighty year old man drives through the farmers market and, right. and takes out ten people. But yeah. Maybe there is an age where you can't coach in the National Football League. And I say National Football League to sound more important, but like would it like seventy? Uh, maybe twenty-eight. How old's your dad? <laughs> yeah, my dad's seventy-four, and he wouldn't come close to being able to get through a, a you know the preseason. Yeah, my dad's sixty-eight, mm-hmm. and I I feel good when I found out that he walked to a winter Celtic game when it was a little icy and nice. then got home without falling. Right, right, right. So running the Giants, I think, would be a little beyond him yeah. at this point. Dealing Biggest with the media. media. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. No. It's weird. Like, you know, no one's going to vote for the president if he's running at 74, right? No. Well, Bernie Sanders. He's close. Yeah. <laughs> he's lingering. I don't think he's going to make it. Um, <laughs> as a Cowboys fan, do you want Tom Coughlin to come back? Sure, yeah. Yeah. If he, it's better for the Cowboys if he comes back. Yeah, there's going to be decisions like week one, even though that was Eli's fault completely, but... What's yeah. your worst case scenario for a new Giants coach? Is there anybody out there that scares you? The best case scenario is Jason Garrett goes to the Giants. <laughs> What's your worst case scenario? I don't know. I don't. No, no one out there scares me anymore. Do we even talk about Cower anymore and these guys that haven't coached in almost a decade? I think it's tough to Seems be like out of the loop for that long. Yeah, Vermeil did it though, right? Vermeil was out for. Yeah, 12, 15 years, and it, it actually worked, and he was successful. I don't when know he if came he can back. do it anymore. Like, the, look at Chip Kelly; can't even go from college. Like, that that should be a less of a step than coming back and not having anything to do with football for nine years, aside from calling it. By the way, thanks, Chip Kelly. We find out after the Washington game, two and nine on short weeks. Well, that makes sense. Chip Kelly's Eagles are two and nine in eleven games that they played on a short week. Like, thanks. Where was that stat before? I hate those. Uh, I also hate when the announcers tell us something in the first quarter that single-handedly would have changed my pick. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they felt like they could attack their nickelbacks. <laughs> like, oh, great. I wish. Yeah. Can you have tweeted that the night before Chris Collins? Unbelievable. Uh, well, two terrible seasons for those teams. We yep. have uh, the Bears and the Lions in Chicago. Yeah. You're going to get this one. What'd yeah, I had the Bears by three. Yep. I said four. I don't know why I went so high. It's minus one only. Minus one? I don't know why. So people like the end of the year Lions a little bit. 
I guess so. Played gutty in, in New Orleans and beat up on the Niners. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's 37-34 not... in overtime this game. Let's do let's do each other a favor and not talk about either of these two yeah, teams. Yeah, we again. can go past this uh, one. Rams at San Francisco. I had Rams minus six. All right, this is a four twenty five Eastern game. You said Rams minus six. Yeah. I think we split this. I said Rams by two only, and it's four. Oh wow. Rams by four. This feels like the Jim Tom Sula farewell. You like the Rams? I think Jim Tom Sula. You I think, think this they is it for him? A one 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 year, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't think they knew what to do after Harbaugh left, and I think they go big on a new coach. It's so tough when your quarterback just disappears, which is what Kaepernick did. Yeah, I guess it's injury and everything now, but you're going to be so scared of him next year in the Eagles. <laughs> Kaepernick or Tom Sula? <laughs> is it a package deal? Kaepernick on the Eagles would be really interesting, and I wow. hope it happens. What uh, did they do with Demarco Murray though? God, that was that know. was a weird signing when it happened. And now, now uh, I just don't know what they do. Everything Chip did as a GM was either strange, weird. Yeah. And yet people still picked the DeMarco Murray Cowboys not re-signing him as, uh, as the top two reasons they didn't make the playoffs this year. Like, well, you had a good thing going with DeMarco Murray. You got rid of him. Like, what? Darren McFadden had more rushing yards than he did. I'm pretty sure. The biggest screw-up of the Cowboys was not really appreciating how good Brandon Whedon was. Yeah, I guess so. You just see, you didn't give him that enough love me. and time. That just kills me, Guys, honestly. Guy and him and Hopkins now are like they're like Dan Fouts and, J- and John Jefferson in the late seventies. <sighs> Remember how crazy I was about Tebow lighting it up and everyone loving Brandon Wade is much worse. This for is you? this is worse. I mean, because yeah. not even five years later, it's the same season, and now they say Mallet uh, is out of uh, not Mallet Hoyer is out of concussion protocol, so maybe he'll play, but. I'm worried about you. You always lose in gambling when you're just completely irrational. Yeah, you're right. I could see you doing a a three-teamer with Whedon involved, betting against Whedon, that he burns you and you just disappear for like a week and a half. Yeah, that could be it for me. That could be it. And it would be Chiefs that blew it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just laying out perfectly for us. Just perfect. Andy Reid laying like four (laughs) and a half in Houston. Uh, All right, your team. Right. Uh, playing the Washington professional football team at home. How about this? Two AF- NFC East games are meaningless. Yeah. So all the NFC East games. I, I think I would argue all 17 weeks were meaningless, <laughs> but uh, I have the Washington team favored by four and a half. Dallas won 19-16 on Monday night. Uh, I, I uh, You have Washington favored by four and a half. Yeah. I said Washington favored by three. It's Dallas favored by three. What do they think? Washington's going to rest everyone? I guess they're going to have to rest Why? Everyone. Why would you want to win this game? Why would Dallas want to win? Yeah, don't you want like, Wouldn't you get like the third pick in the draft? Isn't it nice sweeping the NFC's champions? No, who cares? Uh, I'll take the third pick. We're winners out in Dallas. <laughs> well, I can't imagine why you'd want to win this game. I think it's either going to be fourth or fifth pick, no matter what. Win or lose. And San Francisco has something to do with this. but Well, the Falcons are our last meaningless game. They're home. Right. Uh, they won their Super Bowl last week by ending Carolina's season. Yeah, Probably did. celebrate a little too much. Maybe. Considering they, they, they had such a collapse over the course of the year. But I have them favored by four and a half over the Saints. Okay. I had four, and it's exactly four. So I get that. So what was your takeaway from the Panthers game? Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I they were just due for a stinker, yeah, right? Yeah, that was it. I, I think they're like a fourteen and two team anyway. But yeah, so they probably shouldn't be losing to the Falcons. But 
Falcons are decent. You know, they just they just lose at the end most of the time. I, I thought I thought it made made sense, even though I had the Panthers on a teaser. No matter how good you are, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have one shit game. Right. The Pat shit game was Philly, and mm-hmm. then they were, you know, banged up, whatever. But it was still it was things happen, dumb mm-hmm. return, dumb turnover, and all of a sudden you're losing. Right. The Julio Jones ridiculous Matt Ryan up for grabs, which was smart because that you should probably do that with Julio Jones five sure. times a game. Goes up, makes an insane, turns the game around. That that's when you kind of thought, oh okay, Atlanta's actually might win this game because I, I felt like Carolina was just going to do what they've done all year as as I was watching it. But yeah, clearly. And are they relieved? You think they must be relieved to a certain extent? The Panthers. Yeah, get I think that, get that out of the way. Having gone through it in 07 with my favorite football team, mm-hmm. it it there's an added weight to it that's just it, it can't be good if you're trying to win the Super Bowl. Right, just can't. That whole season was just the the media scrutiny and and the pressure of it, and mm-hmm. it, the Pats were so exhausted by it by the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. Phil Rivers kind of hung in there against the 07 Pats. I think he, that was the year he had the torn ACL. Oh right, yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. we should have beaten that team by forty points. I, the Pats kind of limped to the Super Bowl a little, like mentally a little bit. Well, now what it does is it forces Carolina to play in Week 17. And I, th- I don't think that's yeah. a bad thing for a team that's going to get a bye. You know, you don't want to no. go a month with a meaningless game with, from the last meaningless game, meaningful game. The so. Pats are like that, too. They, they, they have to actually give a crap about this Miami game, which, right. is, which is good. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's go to the... Uh, these games aren't meaningless. There's a couple of them. Right. There's two of them here. They're both AFC South games. You Te- label them sadly not meaningless. I yeah, like all right. That. All right, you go. Well, no, Texans home for Jaguars. I had the Texans by six, even though I'm not positive who the Texans quarterback is. You get that exactly. I said five. Yeah, we still don't know if it's uh, if it's Hoyer or the great Brandon Whedon. But, yes. And then I have the Colts one. by six at home against Tennessee. And, and I legitimately don't know who the Colts quarterback is. I, what is going on with just take – Put Hasselbeck out of his misery. The guy, it's, it's a torture chamber he's entering every week, right? It but is. Then now, it, Whitehurst is out too, and Luck might not be able to come back. We've both had to uh, put dogs down, and I don't mean to demean how traumatizing right. that is, mm-hmm. but the Hasselbeck thing is starting to remind me of that a little bit. Because they always say the signs yeah, when you're putting your dog down is like the dog's not moving, mm-hmm. the dog uh, doesn't want to eat. Right. The dog just says that look to them like, just please, just take me. Yeah. And that's when, you, and you don't want to admit it, but deep down you kind of know it's time. Mm-hmm. And Hasselbeck has that look to me. He's, a dog. He's just yeah. like, just don't start me again, please. Please. He's don't actually, put me out there. Basically saying it, isn't yeah. he? He's like, I'm just, <laughs> your I'm dog done. could talk. That's, that would be the only difference. Like, yeah. All he's missing is, is Mickey going, right. stay down. Yeah. Stay down. Maybe Adrian, too. I'm sorry. What did you say this number was? Tennessee at Indy. I had, uh, the Colts by six, but you could mm. you could tell me five points either way. I wouldn't no, be shocked. you're right. It's exactly six. I said seven. Colts won this 35-33 in September. Um, just quickly. Yeah. So we have it. Here's what happens. Here's what has to happen for the Colts to make the playoffs. Or mm-hmm. the Colts to make the playoffs. They need to beat the Titans. The Jags need to beat the Texans. The Falcons need to beat the Saints, which I don't understand. I don't understand why any NFC team has anything to do with anything Is that here, in there, really? Yeah. Oh, with strength of schedule, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Bills need to beat the Jets. The Dolphins need to beat the Patriots. That's going to happen. That's not happening. 
The Ravens need to beat the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Not like inconceivable. <laughs> Broncos need to beat the Chargers. The Steelers need to beat the Browns. <laughs> and the Raiders need to beat the Chiefs. That also seems inconceivable. Do they have this posted? This is played in India. Are they going to list this? It's like a 3,000 3001 parlay thing. Yeah. Something like that. It's not going to happen. I'm going to say it's not going to happen. Well, the first thing happened yesterday. They needed to. First of the 10. So that now we have five games that will affect the bye week teams. Right. Uh, and the first one is Card Seahawks in Arizona. If the Cards win um, and the Panthers lose, let's just do both of them together. If the Cards win and the Panthers lose, Cards are the one seed. If the Panthers win, they're the one seed. Cards mm-hmm. are the two seed. Either way, these are the top two seeds. I have the Cards by seven at home against Seattle, and I have the Panthers by 11. At home against Tampa. All right, I had this is gonna get confusing. I had, I had cards by three. It's four and a half. Really? Yeah, because they may start sitting guys halfway through as soon as they see that Carolina score. And we oh, both we both had eleven, and it was ten and a half. But this is the important thing to know. And I'm on board with you. Would screw this NFL. The Carolina game was an early game, and that would have let us make a nice parlay with Carolina money line. And Seattle. Uh, remember the golden era of being able to do that? They moved We it. made a lot of money in the, in the 2000s, they the last changed decade. It. Yeah, they, they freaking changed, changed it. They made that Carolina game late, so you can't get an advantage, the gamblers. They're really just screwing the gamblers, and shame on them after last week for doing that. This was before there was a sophistication in, yeah. the, in the media and stuff about gambling, right. where we realized for about four straight years that there were ways to rig parlays yes. so that you attach the second and third teams to the result of the first team. Exactly. You basically locked it down with the first game. Can't do it. Can't do it anymore. So uh, mad at that. I, so you're saying if the Panthers are up 20-3 to 3 at halftime, the cards basically rest everybody second I half. think so, right? But the, the other thing is I don't know if Seattle's trying to win either. Well, hold on. Seattle Bef- killed Minnesota. I know we don't like the way they played last week, but here's Tampa's last five: mm-hmm. lost to the Colts, beat the Falcons by four, mm-hmm. lost to the Saints by seven, mm-hmm. lost to the Rams by eight, and lost to the Bears by five. They are six and nine right now. Mm-hmm. Are we sure that Jameis can't get fired up for this game and at least? kind of hang around for a half because I think that Carol- that Arizona line is potentially too low. Carolina's got to be really pissed. But Doug Martin also going for a rushing title is another thing. So they might just pound him. This is like we, we see this in, in 16 and 17, those two weeks. The, the team that's not going to make the playoffs, so this is their Super Bowl. Right. It can't be ruled out for Tampa here. I guess it's not. But if Carolina... Don't, don't you think... So this is what we talk about with the undefeated. Like Carolina, I think is angrier for this game than they would have been if they were 15-0. and 0. So what's their running back situation? Because Fozzie Whitaker's out now right, too, I right? Know. And yeah. then Jonathan Stewart's not back, so... Artist Curtis Payne. Disney, Disney, yeah. Disney star Cameron Artist Payne. Yeah, he's back uh, in there. Fresh off his five-season stint on Jesse. Right. <laughs> he, uh, man, that line seems high to me. I know. I think it's going to be low scoring. So uh, you're saying the Seahawks, if, uh, let's see. So... The Seahawks are the five seed if they win and the Packers beat the Vikings. Yes. I right. have all this Correct. written down. That's right. Because they, the Vi- they beat the Vikings. In the if Vikings the season. Seahawks lose, yeah. they're the sixth seed no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And they would play 
the winner of Green Bay, Minnesota. They'd go there, right. You're saying they would rather do that than go to Washington. I think they beat, yes, I think so. I think so. What's the difference? They beat. They already beat up on Minnesota. Well, so if you go to Washington, you you know you're playing Carolina in round. Or if you're the six seed, you know you're playing Carolina in round if two. If you win round, round one, right. I would rather play Carolina than Arizona. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's thinking way ahead. But yeah, I think so. Potentially, they could show Arizona nothing in this game. Throw the game. Mm-hmm. Take the six seed. Know they're playing the winner in the NFC North. Right. And then go and just throw it, it, it all at crazy, Arizona. But I'm more scared of of. Kirk Cousins at home than I am of now Rodgers or Bridgewater. Yeah, I, I, I keep wanting to turn on Kirk Cousins. No. And I just can't There's find no it in me. It. He's, he's actually confident. <laughs> uh, if the Vikings, if the Packers lose, they're the five they're seed five. no matter what. Yeah, because they beat Seattle. Right. If the Vikings lose and the Seahawks win, the Vikings are the six seed. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're, we'll do that game later. Let's talk about the uh, the three potential bye week teams in the AFC. We have Pats at Dolphins, Broncos mm-hmm. home for the Chargers, Bengals home for the Ravens. So I had Patriots minus eight at Miami. I had the Broncos minus 11 at home for San Diego. And I have the Bengals minus 13 and a half at home against Baltimore. What do you have? No, wait, let's slow down. Wait, Patriots. So, so minus eight for eight. them. Okay, I had six and a half. It's nine, so you get that one. Um, That's that line should not be under ten. They won thirty six seven back in October. That, that, yeah, and they might even. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if you saw Edelman in this game. And really? Dollar. Yeah. Wow. Playing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just to have them run around a little bit, take a couple hits. Uh, so you like the Patriots much more than you like the Panthers to win. Yeah, week. you do. Well, yeah. I also there's two things going on with the Pats. One is that they actually need to win the game, mm-hmm. and then two, the Dolphins have thrown the season away. So bad. I mean, they lost to an absolutely atrocious Colts team. They lost to Charlie Whitehurst, who got know. put on IR. Did he get hurt during the game or after? Uh, uh, like, uh, well, both. I think I don't know. Some other dude <laughs> came in after. at some point. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mess over there. The Dolphins uh, have. I I don't know. I actually think they have some talent. They brought in the interim coach, and he was just as bad as the original coach. Right, Campbell, yeah. Uh, And they're so bad at home, too. Like, why do they do this to the fans? So, so bad at home. You know what turns out to be a terrible idea is just spending just a shitload of money on one defensive player. Yeah, right. Has it ever worked? No. Peppers, I guess. No, Peppers didn't even work. How many sacks does he have? Reggie White is like the only time it's worked that I can remember. Yeah. But Sue, they had salary cap issues anyway, and they go and they they spend all this money on Sue anyway. Uh, I don't know. I'm seeing Miami Dolphins. Dominican Sue content, continues huge year. I'm sure he's doing fine, but for what they paid him con- compared to what their salary cap is, it, it's maybe not. this is the onion I'm reading. <laughs> oh. That's so, weird. All right, so I won the Pats. Broncos minus eleven against the Chargers how's that one looking let me find this Chargers okay. have 17 players on IR oh I get this you went a little high there I said seven and a half and it's eight Jesus would you would you make a last night's uh, the latest ridiculous Broncos win of the season <laughs> I thought those teams were almost identical you have you have capable backups who seem to miss the long ball by an inch like Demarius Thomas just missed a long touchdown AJ Green just missed a long touchdown yep. capable backups and then you have defenses who play for a half like 
there's no way anyone's going to score on them. And then yeah. just have like three drives in a row, like, oh my God, what's going on? Opposing quarterbacks going down the field. I thought, I don't know, I, I could have gone either way. I did not enjoy the game, and I found myself drifting over to Monday Night Raw. I watched a lot of Monday Night Raw with my son. You did. Uh, yeah. Vince, incredible Vince McMahon last night. Just incredible. He was really brought his A game. Oh, he brought his <laughs> A game. He, 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 their ratings are down. Right. And clearly he's like, I'm stepping in. And he just came in. He's just, they brought Cena back. who wasn't even supposed yeah. to come back. He's like, I can't get, I can't give birth. People probably won't. Even the wrestling fans won't buy that, but I can get arrested. Right. And they did. Like TMZ has all these reports. Oh yeah. Cops are getting called for in real life. Yeah. So then, uh, there was some basketball on. I was watching mm -hmm. freaking Brooklyn one. It made me so mad. It mm -hmm. drives me crazy when Brooklyn wins. <laughs> and I just wasn't that interested in the game. And, and I don't totally understand why other than the fact that it just wasn't well played. It was just two backup quarterbacks. Right. I think I'm out on Osweiler. You are. Huh? Unless he's hurt. Maybe I'll do a little caveat of he might be hurt. So but. inconsistent. Well, let's wait for Al Jazeera to write an article about him. I don't know which quarterback I'm... <laughs> That reminds me. Have you? Have we not talked? We haven't talked about that. Have you seen the new show on Hulu? No. Is what is a, it? It's such a crazy coincidence. What is it? It's uh, it's it's about this sports radio talk show host. His name is Al Jazeela. Oh wow! And he won't change his name. <laughs> he it's, won't do it's it. Remember uh, who played Christopher Moltisanti on uh, The Sopranos? Michael Imperioli. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's him. It's his comeback show. Is it really show. him? Yeah. Oh good. It's Al Jazeela. And they keep telling the whole the first episodes about he's he's kind of on the rise. He got uh -huh. into it late, and uh, and he's on serious. He's a national host. I like that. And they really want him to change his name. <laughs> he won't do it. He won't. It's he's you know he's close to his family. His family lives around there. Jazila is their family name. Right, right, right. right. His name's Al. So like, what about Alfred Jazila? No, he's like no. my name's Al. And uh, and it's about the trials and tribulations of of him. And in the how does it spot. end up? Does he blow up? Or I only like, saw the first one. You know, don't even tell me. Anyway, first yeah. one. It's it was him and the program director wow. were going head to head. That's great. Yeah, That's it's great. good. Maura Tierney's sister is in it. Really? Yeah. It's not Maura Tierney. <laughs> oh, it's her sister? sister, Becky Tierney. Becky Tierney. Yeah, <laughs> younger. I think it's Rebecca. a half sister. Oh, I'm excited. For so that yeah, it's one. good. I had Hulu. It's good. I saw one. Uh, I don't, you know, that's, I don't want to compete that this one, the Al Jazeera is better, but this one, <laughs> oh, it's for a different group. It's for a, it's an yeah. adult film. Oh. I know I don't want to get anyone in trouble. It, it streams on the food network. Okay. Yeah. The food network app actually it streams on. And, uh, it's, it's a new year's Eve thing. It's called uh new year's Adams and Eve. And it's an adult film. It's, it's Adam Carolla, Adam driver. <laughs> Uh, before he did Star Wars, like, oh, it's early, like a week. No, not early, too, just like a week before Star okay. Wars. And uh, Adam Vinatieri, and it's a foursome with Eve, Eve Plum, uh, Jan. Yeah. Oh, how's she looking? She's looking pretty good. She gets it together for this thing. <laughs> Is it sponsored by Mangria? <laughs> it might be sponsored by Mangria. <laughs> it's a foursome, and uh, well, you have to see. And it's at it's New Year's Eve, and the, and actually, like uh, Seacrest makes a, a cameo. He, he counts wow. down the last 10 seconds. I always knew Corolla was going to do porn. Isn't that great? I just always assumed it was going to be a solo <laughs> porn, though. He got mad that she yelled, Marsha, 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 in the middle of it. But he, he wanted his name. Yeah. Well, look out for those shows. Food We're network excited app. about this. <laughs> uh, all right. The uh, Bengals Ravens, I had minus 13 and a half. We did Broncos Chargers? We did. Yeah, I did uh, okay. 11 okay. for that. You said right, it was you got lower. It, yeah. All right. Bengals, uh, what'd you say for Bengals? Minus 13 and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I went way high. <laughs> you sure did. I hit it exactly. I said minus seven. What? 
Yeah, it's only minus seven. And who knows? With AJ McCarron, might not be quarterback. Wait a second. He the Steelers were favored by eleven in Baltimore. Right. I had coffee with McCauley a half hour ago. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we could be Keith Wenning at quarterback, the sixth rounder, if McCarron's uh, wrist doesn't check out. So if the Pats win, they clinch home field. Right. If the Bengals win and the Broncos lose, the Bengals get the two, two seed. seed. If the Broncos win, they get a two seed. If the Broncos win and the Pats lose, the one Broncos seed. get the one seed. Right. Not so likely. there you go. I think it's going to be the way it is now. And we have our, I, I should say, this in a, another bizarre, I mean, people should just get a hold of our text exchange and bet accordingly because the Broncos were down 14 nothing. I know. And I you, said, RAFC West's bet is looking strong. We, we have the, the Chiefs at plus the Chiefs, 300 from a million years ago. Chiefs 3-1 to one to win the AFC West. And you're like, yeah, it is. There you go. And then the cavalcade began. Like the Broncos score, score, score. I'm holding on to a 10% sliver of a hope that mm-hmm. Phil Rivers is not afraid of going into whatever Mile High is called right now right. and doing his thing. He's won games in Denver. I could Denver fans, even though the Chargers are a mess and decimating the whole thing, mm-hmm. Denver fans a tiny bit scared of, of Phil Rivers. Right. Combined with the Osweiler not looking totally great thing. How about C.J. Anderson, by the way? Oh, yeah. Fumbles gets basically not knocked out, but unquestionably compromised right yeah. like if that's boxing that's a 10-8 round the way he went down and sure, didn't yeah. get up and then came back like a quarter later that was it. like oh there's cj anderson he's back yeah he's back very strange he staggered off he was carried off by two people very strange yeah. he's back concussion <laughs> protocol and i think they ran the ad for concussion like in the commercial break where they were taking a look at him yeah well very let's talk strange. about manning quickly mm-hmm. actually before we do this i i think this is a great time to uh to talk about our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Yeah. We have a lot of friends now. We didn't have as many friends uh, you know, last year. No, all my uh, I, anyone who's helped sponsor this podcast, I always get excited when I see TV ads for them. Mm-hmm. I saw Simply Safe TV ad. I was like, hey, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> hey, buddy. Our boy's growing up. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they worked with me to put together a massive security arsenal for our listeners. Entry sensors, motion sensors, glass break, everything you need to stop criminals from ever touching your home. Mm-hmm. And right now, even though it's technically the, the Christmas is over, but it's still the holiday season. Sure. Uh, my friends at Simply Safe are offering our listeners an absolutely incredible package. $100 off a special holiday package. That I help create for them. You get complete protection for your home. Again, all handpicked by me. Because, I don't know. I have thoughts on home security. Yeah, of course. I like to know. Like I, I have. I like to weigh in on. Hey, you should do this. You should do that. You they did a whole podcast with Chris Ryan on uh, home security. Yeah, and Heat. <laughs> Heat's, yeah. Heat's one of the great home security movies right. of all time. Uh, no contracts, no commitments. And right now, our special post-holiday gift to you: get one hundred dollars off my handpicked. Security package. Go to simplysafebill.com. Save $100 in my security pick. Simplysafebill.com. Can uh, I, we, we may have to get Simply Safe. I know you want to talk about uh, Manning, but our friend Brad won the Fantasy League. Yeah. And he hadn't made the playoffs in six years. He had been kicked out of the league two out of the last three years. Yep. And so now the guy who kicked him out, he's he's gone. Paul Colors. It's not looking good for him. No, it doesn't look good. Kicked him out two times in three years. Right. So that's yeah. it. But here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the trophy. We have a nice trophy that's been in the league for 20 years. 
I'm worried about giving Brad this trophy because so, I I won last year. I have to hand it to him at our banquet. Oh yeah, and so I maybe I can get Simply Safe to to set up Brad's apartment. I think you do. I think you have to do it. He doesn't live in the greatest part of town. No, I think it would be nice to get Simply Safe to uh, you know rig it up and make sure. Now that's only half the battle. There is a chance also Brad will melt down the trophy and sell it for a case of uh, Mountain Dew <laughs> or worse. But um, but I do worry about us never seeing that trophy again. All right, I'm gonna talk. To my friends at Simply Good. Safe about this. Good. If anyone's ha- uh, apartment needed protection, it's Brad because I don't want to lose the trophy. Exactly. Brad recommended this show to me called American Crime that was on ABC this last a, year. This is a real show. It's a real show. <laughs> okay. Not quite as good as Al Jazeera. <laughs> no, it had Timothy Hunt and Felicity Huffman, all these people, and, and Brad said it was the best network TV show he'd ever seen. Wow. Sent me a series of texts yesterday uh, imploring me to watch it. Mm-hmm. So last night after the football game, uh, I wrote my wife into watching the first episode, which was on Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, and we ended up banging out four, and it's really good. Is it good? Yeah, I, I recommend ABC it. ABC had it. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm interested. It was one of those weird things where they premiered it on Hulu as it was on ABC. You could binge watch it on Hulu, and I don't think America was quite ready for it. Really? But, uh, it was really good. I got to say. Excellent. Shout out to Brad. All right. I'm going to watch. It's a big week for Brad. And he congrats said he watched to Brad. It, he watched it twice, you said? 11 episodes through? Brad said he watched all 11 episodes twice. <laughs> Hold on quickly before we get to Manning. Uh, I do want to mention how ridiculous fantasy football is one last time. Yeah, please do. Because Brad won our league. Hold on. I got to find it. Uh, Brad won our league with a team that just makes no sense whatsoever. You just would not think like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the team that should have definitely won our league. So I'll pull it up here. No, I but, have it. Okay. Uh, all right. So his quarterback for week 16 was Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. He had D'Angelo Williams get 27 points from him, by the way, waved by me in like week four. Yeah. Matt Forte, who he spent like a, a hundred dollars on or something. Right. Brandon Marshall, really nice pick. I think he paid for Good him. Good pick. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, Mm-hmm. Four points. Amari Cooper, another guy he picked, gave him one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walker, the tight end on Tennessee. Yeah. Hauschka, mm-hmm. the Seattle kicker. And the Rams defense, which I waved in like week eight. And yeah. he got 17 points from them. On his bench, Rivers, Bradford, Langford, DeMarco Murray. Didn't mm-hmm. even start him. In the, that was like his right. most expensive guy. Joke Bell, Michael Floyd, Kendall Wright, Richard Rogers, mm-hmm. and Carpenter. Here's my point. It's so stupid. It's really, it's really idiotic. <laughs> I actually might send my year. daughter to pick my team next year. Oh, really? Good. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. She can't do better or worse than. I know. I know. I know. I, I'm looking at how much he must have spent. Like Forte, and in that starting lineup, he probably of his two hundred dollars he spent, it's probably like fifty-eight dollars total. Tyrod Taylor, D'Angelo Williams, all pickups. Deshaun Jackson, no one wanted. Cooper's fine. I, I had uh, I had Rodgers and Carson Palmer, which I drafted. Yeah. I drafted Odell Beckham, Larry Fitzgerald, Jarvis Landry, and Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. I drafted uh, Deion Lewis. I mm-hmm. drafted. Right. Who should have been like one of the top 10 guys. Yeah. I drafted. Uh, I traded for Eifert around in week one. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear us. No, it's It's just like. But listen, I did a better job. You didn't do and a Brad great job. And Brad won the title. It La- bothers me. The consolation game, Bill Simmons started 
Odell Beckham Jr. Now, I don't know if you'd heard that he was suspended. No, I did. It My was... other choice was Travis Benjamin. And <laughs> so I wanted to prove a point. <laughs> Travis Benjamin at two points. It's a difference of like $250 and you have OBJ in your lineup. I wanted to show support for a great season that he had for <laughs> me. All right, lost. Peyton Manning. All right, yeah. So, what was your take? I don't. I, I my thing is the the angrier these guys get, the more I believe them. Like, you the know? more you believe that they're innocent. Yeah, the more I believe that they're innocent. Like they say, you shouldn't say anything in court. You must be quiet. Like if you're a defendant, like no, stand up and say I did not kill that girl. Right. The jurors would believe it, and I believe it. And I I just you know Al Jazeera, this this you know this this form that from Qatar. Like I think that's the only place Manning didn't go to get neck surgery. Was Qatar <laughs> like. I don't know. I feel I don't think it happened. Now they're backing off. Now they're saying we didn't say that. We just said that this was all sent to his wife. We didn't make the link that he was. They did it. seem like they audible on that, but yeah. it yeah. also seems like that guy might have actually worked there in 2011, or right. at least that was what their information found. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I have a bunch of different thoughts, but my main thought is this: like the guy had four neck surgeries, and if he wanted to take HGH to help him heal to try to get back on the football field. And he technically wasn't even really on a team. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, he wasn't playing that year. He's about to get released. Ethically, I don't have a problem with it. I, I know. Is it any different than taking a shitload of painkillers? I feel I mean, like whether he did it or not. Like, I, I, these guys have a ten to sixteen year shelf life. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. I am too, and I know it's hypocritical, and we're going to hear about this. But I do think there's a difference if you're trying to regenerate nerves in your neck. Right. And you're, and you're, versus the uh, the Russian who's trying to break the uh, clean and jerk record, you know, for, for steroid. I don't know. I don't like, know why. There's a big difference between this and Luis Gonzalez. Not that he's innocent or guilty, but mm -hmm. when he jumps from like 16 homers to 58. Yeah. That seems a little different than a guy getting back in the field. Or, or Barry Bonds, the second shelf life his career yeah. had. Or Clemens, who looks like he's almost done in Boston as an ace and then rolls off two Cy Youngs and as yeah. a soul. How do you keep track of it? These doctors are throwing all this topical shit at you to oh, rub this on there. Like, yeah, all right. Uh, you have to, you have to be a chemist. You have to do so much research on it, but everything is an enhancer. Mm -hmm. If whatever painkillers you're taking mm -hmm. and they have some of the strongest painkillers in the planet, to me, that doesn't seem any better or worse than HGH. I actually researched it. I was going to do a comp for Grantland like two years ago when I was still playing pickup basketball. I was going to do an HGH cycle. Really? I was excited really? about it. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. Is it gluten-free? I don't know if you can It was. It, it oh, was gluten-free. Yeah, yeah, they had gluten HGH and gluten-free okay. HGH. But uh, so I researched it. And the one thing that scared me was if you have cancer like lurking in your body, oh, no. the HGH can kind of spur it on and get it going. Well, if you have yeah, some tumor good. that's kind of hanging out in your chin or something, mm -hmm. can spur the growth of it. So I got scared. I was like, that's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably um, not good. But if, if you're a professional athlete and you have a chance to lock down two more years at 20 million bucks or whatever, maybe you take that risk. Sure. You don't take it for a story. But anyway, my, my, my only point, he, nobody has refuted that they mailed HGH to Ashley Manning. I've mm -hmm. not heard that refuted yet by right. anybody. And it's very smart to do the whole, look, that's her medical history. It's nobody's business. Mm -hmm. But I haven't heard anybody say that didn't happen. Nobody mailed her HGH. If you remember, this happened with Roger Clemens. Mm -hmm. Stuff was mailed to Debbie Clemens. It was used for her. I just want to, like, we know a lot of people who are married, right? 
Sure, yeah. You go out to Not dinner. Not as many anymore, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go out to dinner, like, you know, we had a dinner the other night with nine of our friends. Yeah. If, if like, let's say Corolla. Mm-hmm. Actually, Corolla, I guess you can't, <laughs> nothing could can be ruled out with Corolla. Who's <laughs> anyone else? Let's say our friend Daniel's like, yeah, Diane's been in a great mood lately. She's been mm-hmm. doing HGH. Mm-hmm. That stops the dinner conversation, right? right? All of us are like, what? Yeah, yeah. Why is Diane doing HGH? Right. I don't understand. What <laughs> For what reason? To stay fit? Like, all of us are confused by this. Sure, yeah. So I know there's a couple different medical reasons why why a non-athlete would do HGH. Mm-hmm. That part's a little strange to me. I think Peyton's best bet right now is to provide pictures of Ashley before and after. And if she's like hugely buffed <laughs> and everything, like she's bodybuilder competition. She's a nice lady. I, I met her at the ESPYs a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm rooting for her to be exonerated by this whole thing. Right. She's just come out and say one way or the other. But mm-hmm. uh, I also want to say that if I was going to do HGH and I was a famous person mm-hmm. and I had to pick up the HGH, I would put the HGH in somebody's name that wasn't my wife, wasn't mine. Probably, right. Like my wife or the dog walker, the gardener. So you're saying he's probably smart enough that if he did, like, it, it, I, I believe him because of that. What? I believe him. I wouldn't, if I was doing HGH, I wouldn't have it sent to my wife. I would you say wouldn't have it sent no, to her. I, say I wouldn't either. That right. seems like too traceable. Yeah. That's too, but also I wouldn't say this, this to me is what he should be suspended for. He said during his treatments, he watched a lot of Hoda and Kathy Lee. This yeah, is, that was terrible. But like, yeah. I saw that. Now, I think he's got to sit a year just for that. It's, it's a league that you just feel like everything's in play. Mm-hmm. Like these centers, offensive linemen, they stop playing, they're 50 pounds lighter. Right. You know, you have guys who are just tearing their triceps for no reasons at all. It only really happens in football and wrestling. Basketball players don't tear their triceps. No, you're right. You know, and uh, you think about like Ray Lewis, that Super Bowl season, tore his tricep, God healed it, he mm-hmm. came back, dairy antler spray, all that. How fast I don't know was Terrell Owens when he hadn't played all year in that Super Bowl against the Patriots? How yeah. freaking fast did he look? Well, also the science out. is way ahead of the testing and they weren't really testing him. The NBA just started testing for HGH this year, mm-hmm. but they give the guys plenty of heads up. I, I'm torn morally on it because it does feel like cheating, but at the same time, I, I don't know how we can decide what drugs are good and what drugs aren't good. Why is HGH bad, but Toradol is good? And like people want to point to the record books, but look at those gloves the receivers wear now. To me, that's yeah, that's better than any HGH. Like you're you're cold. You're in Minnesota making catches that you would not, you know, in 13 degrees that you wouldn't. Like let me ask everything's you different. Everything. How about different. this? Is a hyperbaric chamber cheating? Like you can die in a hyperbaric sure. chamber if it's not if you know something weird happens. Yeah. You go in, your body shuts down to 40 degrees below zero. Mm-hmm. Like normal people don't have that ability to do that. Yeah. So if I have a hyperbaric chamber in my house, that's legal. But if I take a little human growth hormone, that's not legal. Right. But the problem is, no commissioner, no players association guy is going to put that on his platform and say, "All right, let's make steroids legal." It's just too. It sounds too shitty. Well, the steroids, like the ones that they were, like they used with wrestling in the eighties and nineties, and we've mm-hmm. heard stories. Your late friend Roddy right. had some good stories about, like the, just the primitive steroids they took back then. Yeah, they were terrible for Bad you. Times. Yeah, yeah, they were like you took those for five years and you were shortening your life. Mm-hmm. I think the stuff's much better now. 
Right. You know, it's almost like how coffee in the 1970s was terrible. Now coffee's really good and we've isolated the beans. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So people paying $8 for it. Yeah. You know, I think people can cheat and we wouldn't even know until yeah, years I'd later. Yeah, I'd like to but... see a big study on this exonerating. Anyway, I hate. I hate these stories because it reminds me of the the Brady the Flake Gate where everybody rushed to judgment mm-hmm. and said Brady was guilty because of a report. This right. time around, everybody's been super cautious, and, yeah. they, and Manning has so many defenders in the media, including just about everybody at ESPN, including Brady and Brady. Yeah, I don't remember the Manning text to the, the Manning supporting Brady during the. I whole, think he did Flake send a thing. text, but Brady threw his phone out, so he never. Ah, uh, <laughs> wow! Did you set me up? I really that? did. Damn it. <laughs> God, that ruined the podcast for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I, I believe him though. Maybe it's chicken parm that makes rejuvenates uh, nerves. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna find out? It would be it would be rough if this story just wasn't true because people just seem to remember what happened initially. But it, you know, like he came out guns blazing. Brady didn't say anything, right. and it made him look. You know, then he just kind of let the story play itself out right. before he said anything, which was bad, too. I don't know what the right move is. I I, I always like the guy I'm suing you. You guys, you're out of line. And I never did it. I, uh, that's what I would always go with. Yeah. Tough to sue, though. No, I know. But at Expenses, least say your whole day. Sure, they can ask figure. for all this weird personal history. Sure. It's tough. It's tough. But at least yeah. say it. All right. Uh, sort of meaningful games we have. Yeah, we have four games left. These ones. So Chiefs home for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are in the playoffs, but still have an outside chance to uh, get a three seed. The five or six seeds at play, and that's actually, you know, I don't know if they can get a six. Could they even get a six? I guess they could. The Chiefs, uh, if they go ten and couldn't six, the Jets leapfrog them? I can't remember that. That's yeah, the, the Jets one can leapfrog. Them. They can't. All right, so. And the only reason I think that's a little meaningful is because the three seed is going to be probably uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Probably. If the Chiefs are the six seed, yeah. going into Cincinnati against A.J. McCarron. That's what you'd rather be. Well. That's pretty good for the Chiefs. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather go it's to a Houston? Nice spot. You wouldn't rather go to Houston? Play if I go to Houston, then I know I'm playing the Pats in round two. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, Andy Reid will... Yeah, he doesn't really. No, he doesn't see look at this schedule. Anyway, I had the too. Chiefs by eight and a half, and I I could see the Raiders, Raiders going all out in this one. I think this is a sneaky. I definitely wouldn't put this in a parlay or a tease. All and right, Andy well, has not reared his ugly head in three months. No, I know, and it's a He's shame. Waiting. That, it's a shame that this actually doesn't mean them getting into the playoffs because this is this is the kind of game he would lose if it meant getting in the playoffs. They might I, lose it anyway. I had Chiefs minus seven, and it is seven. Okay, nice so job. that's right about there. And then I had the Steelers by nine at Cleveland. Um, Steelers by nine at Cleveland. Stuff the finest. Uh, all right, I, yeah, you're going to get this. It's ten. I said seven and a half. I'm so down on the Steelers. But I, what do you do now if you're Cleveland with this Johnny Manziel? And I like when they run him around. 100, 108 yards rushing? He'll get hurt in five weeks, but it's fun to watch. I, I, I think it's he's a little dangerous when he's running. You kind of got to let, let somebody do their thing. That's right. what he does. He's good at it. I know. It's a little like Kaepernick. Like, just let him run around. But now what do you do? You draft the Memphis quarterback or the Cal quarterback or you stuck with Manziel? Like, what do you do if you're Cleveland right now? Yeah, but now? you're Cleveland. You're, you've five years of doing the wrong thing every right. single time. So they'll just do the wrong thing. And you get a guy no one's excited about. Yeah, I think you just stick with Mansell. 
All right, so this these last two I'm actually excited for. I think this Jets-Bills game, it's a double revenge game. I put this at the best game. You had the game of the week, Packers-Vikings. I think Jets-Bills. I'd rather watch Jets-Bills. All right, let's do Packers-Vikings no, no, first. I, that, no, no, let's it, do, let's, I think you're right. I'm more excited for Jets-Bills. Well, I'm bummed at NBC for not seeing this. Like, Packers, first of all, I don't like the games well, the where— Rodgers is their— they're going to put him on prime time. I hate the game where you're probably going to see it the following week anyway. I don't like when they do that. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's do it. Let's do Minnesota Green Bay. I have the Green Packers. Green Bay won 30 to 13 in late November. I have the Packers by four and a half. I don't feel good about it. Um, I get this. I said four, and it's three and a half. I've been wrong on Minnesota pretty much every week for 17 straight weeks, which is impossible. Right. I really like them as a possible playoff team coming into the season. Mm -hmm. They looked horrendous in week one in San Francisco. Threw me off the scent. Came back. I finally bought in. They mm -hmm. immediately got killed by Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've been wrong on them every single week. It it does seem like this is a game they should be able to, they should be able to go in a Lambeau and win. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have they, a better all-around team. Green Bay has Rodgers. They pressure the quarterback. Green Bay falls apart when you, when they're pressured. And Green Bay already beat them, and it's I'd be I don't feel like Green Bay is a two and zero over Minnesota. That mm -hmm. doesn't. It seems like they should split this matchup. Let me ask you this: Can I can I tempt you uh, with a teaser? Minnesota plus nine and a half. No, it's at least be, a one-score game. The only reason is because it seems like when they fall behind, they're in trouble. When they're down like ten plus, <sighs> just Green Bay kill anymore. They really, if, if if not for that hail mary, why am I so excited just, to bet bet against Bridgewater? Teddy two gloves. You don't like him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, do, do you imagine him in a playoff? I don't think he matters. I think he throws completes one twenty-yard pass to Stefan Diggs, and it could be enough to to win a game. So if they. Let's say they win this somehow. Mm -hmm. and they're the three seed. And Seattle's the six. And Seattle already beat them. Seattle just says, Peterson's not doing anything today. Teddy Bridgewater's going to have to throw to 400, for 400 yards to beat us. Mm -hmm. We're stacking the line. Yeah. Throw deep. Challenge our dudes. If Maybe. Minnesota goes to Washington, Washington probably does the same thing. The, my point is, Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to win round one. You're not. This isn't going to be an Adrian Peterson forty carries for two hundred and forty yards right. type of thing because the teams aren't going to let them do that. The Rams defense and Vikings defense, when they're playing their best, are are similar though. And that's if, yep. if they went. If Russell Wilson had a had a shit storm, bad day uh, Sunday, trying to get away from that defense. I so who do you play, like? I would want to play. So Washington. you like Minnesota at least to cover. I like Minnesota to cover. Yeah. I think I do too. I have to give my picks on ESPN tonight because it's all college the rest of the week. Oh, Jesus. I have to give Tuesday Tuesday picks. Um, Green Bay. Uh, I'm trying to think. What's their best win this season? They beat the Seahawks by 10 in week two. The, the Minnesota win was the best win. Yeah, they beat Minnesota in week 11. And it wasn't even close. Are those the only two? Those are the only two playoff teams they beat this year. Oh, I guess they beat the Chiefs in Week Three. They beat. Did you say they beat Seattle? Yep. Yeah. Seahawks, Chiefs, Minnesota. Right. They have three wins against playoff teams. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be surprised if they won two playoff games of Packers. All Not right, the game of the team. week. I think it's a game of the week. I think NBC's making a mistake. I do the colorblind bowl again. Whatever it is. Jets at Bills. So many revenge subplots here. Mm -hmm. Really, Rex Ryan and Fitzpatrick being the best ones. Is Fitzpatrick good? Are we sure he's good? 
Yeah, I think so. I, think I don't so. even think it's a, are we sure he's good? Is he good? Sure. Why not? You don't think so? I think he might be good. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of scared of him in the Pats game. He's made Brandon Marsh an elite receiver, or maybe the other way around. Not, not that he's an elite quarterback, but. The one thing I did feel like the Pats were trying to do in that game was rush him. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of moving around. He 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 knows how to throw the ball, yeah. not up for grabs, but to give his guys a chance for him. Yeah, I like him on receivers. third down better than probably twenty two or twenty three quarterbacks out there. Third and seven, he'll throw. He'll do a little throw the yeah. sidearm every once in a while. It's not terrible. I, like I don't it. understand the guy was like thirty games under five hundred heading into the season. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I have the Jets by three. Bills won 22-17 on the Thursday night game. Uh, yes, I had Jets by three. Also, it is three. So I win the week here. Six, seven, eight. What? Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 11 to eight or something. Here's the problem Just if you're the Bills. Ahead. Yeah. Last seven weeks, they scored 22, 13, 22, 30, 20, 25, and 16. Mm-hmm. The Jets... Well, this will be a low-scoring game because the Jets the last seven weeks, 17, 17, 38, 23, 30, 19, and 26 with the OT thing. So this will be in that 22 to 20, mm-hmm. 20 to 17. A fourth-quarter turnover. 19 to 17. Right. So if so, now it's like Tyrod Taylor, who seems to do one really dumb thing per game. Mm-hmm. He's kind of lingering. I got to say, I, I think the Jets are pretty good. Yeah. I, I was impressed by them in that week 16 game. Mm-hmm. You can't run on them. You just can't. And then uh, and then they have two receivers that can make plays. And Ivory, it's always he's always got some sort of nagging injury, but when he's actually playing, he's scary. Yeah, Bile Powell uh, fills in nicely, too. I'm just thinking about the NFL psychology and how we're all like, oh, my God, the Jets stole this playoff uh, spot from the Steelers, and now we're going to be like, oh, my God, that uh, the, the Jets way. blew it. Jets got blown out, and the Steelers took care of business against the Browns. I don't know. I don't know that that's the case. I just that's how this stupid year has gone. I don't. Well, if I you're worried as it. a Jets fan, this might make you feel better. In the last six weeks, they have two wins. They beat the the crappy Texans team. I don't even remember who the quarterback was in that mm-hmm. game. Uh, they did score thirty points on the Texans, right? Which. Maybe is a red flag if you're a Jets fan. They beat the Cowboys. Then they beat the Cowboys, which was way closer than it should have been. Definitely. Doesn't really feel like a team that's going to be like, let's win this one for Rex, Mm because I don't think it's been a very fun season. Right. That Carlos Williams is good, though. He's good. I could see him running on the Jets a little bit, maybe trying to bang through that hole. It's going to be tough. I think this Todd Bowles is good. I think he gets his team up for the, uh, the games that are important. My buddy Jim Grady, diehard Jets fan, thinks uh, he looks like Bunny from The Wire. He calls him Bunny. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. He actually does look like Bunny. (laughs) But uh, the Jets fans are are quietly confident, which is very uncharacteristic for them. Every Jets fan I know, there's usually they're they're bombastic or self hating. Mm -hmm. This time around, they're just playing it like poker face. No, oh yeah, I guess we could make the playoffs. Like they're not saying anything. I love this game. I do. So who do you like? I think I like the Jets. I think I, I do think too. I like the Jets. I think I, the Jets I, I are hate, good. I hate with what happens with the league and how teams should win, but I think the Jets win. So the Jets are they locked into the six seed unless the Chiefs lose? Um, I have this written somewhere. Hold on. So if the Jets go eleven and five, and the Chiefs go eleven and five, yeah, the Jets would be a six seed. They're a six, and then they would go 
to Cincinnati, we think. Yep. So, you know how I keep track all year of of, uh, legitimate wins, legitimate losses, and then either-or games? Mm -hmm. So, New England is 12-1 with three either-or games. Mm Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are ten and three with two either or games. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are good. Like I looked at last year's stats. If you get to ten legitimate wins, right. you're a good team. Arizona's twelve and one with two either or games. Carolina's ten and one with four either or games. Mm-hmm. I mention this because the Jets are six and five with four either or games. Mm-hmm. Um That sounds right for a wild card team. Yeah. Washington is five and five with five either or games. <laughs> Minnesota's eight and four with three either or games. Uh, the Seahawks are seven and two with five games that could have gone either way. And the Bengals are eight and one with six either or games. And then this is my favorite. Denver is four and three and played eight games that could have gone either way. Wow. Wow. Eight seems low. So anyway, <laughs> I think you can make a case the Chiefs are actually good. Mm-hmm. Or you can make a case that they just had a shitstorm of a schedule for three straight months and they took advantage of right. it. They did lose five straight. They did. What were the odds for them to win the West after 0-5 or after they lost five straight? Uh, my friend Connor, Chiefs fan, yeah. said it was plus 1,400. Wow. Yeah. And I think he, to get I that, think he might have put an illegal wager on it. He did? It. Yeah, I think he might have. He's going to jail. Well, he's, he had the Royals win the World right. Series. Right. And now he has this improbable Chiefs comeback. But What a year. My th- like the to me the most amazing thing that's happened this year is mm-hmm. that Andy Reid has now gone. Week five was the last Andy Reid game where they they lose to the Bears. That's a long time. Eighteen to seventeen. That was week five. Now we've gone twelve weeks without an Andy Reid game. Yeah, we don't. We it's, it has to be the record. Him. Right. Right. Nothing. No weird clock thing. Oh my God! I can't believe they nothing. Right. Just he's thrown a no-hitter for 12 weeks. It's very strange. And no Jamal Charles. Like, none of it adds up. So, Connor's theory on this is so much of what the Chiefs did was geared around because Jamal Charles can't play all the time, Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of gear the offense around him. Mm -hmm. And now that he's out, they just have these running backs, and they're just an average offense now that just these guys come in, they play running back, and they Mm -hmm. don't have to worry about, oh, we got to get Jamal involved. Oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. But it's and, not even like Kelsey is lighting it, up, lighting it up, the tight end, who we love. It uh, does seem like their wide receivers can make plays, which was unlike last year. Yeah, Macklin's good. Macklin. Yeah. I still can't take them seriously. Like I, I, I'm just going to be honest. Like If they came to, the, to New England in round two, like I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, here come the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The right. Jets worry me a little bit. A little more than I want to admit. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to play them. You don't want the Jets grabbing the six. I think they do a couple of really good things. You know, it's really hard they to have run your on number. Them and they can throw. Whether they beat you or not, the Jets have the Patriots number. The Rams have the Seahawks number. No, they don't have our number. Settle I'm not down. saying like that. It's always Settle a game, down. though. They we, they we almost beat them with our second string. It's always a game. Last year it was a field goal game, like twice, like the Thursday night game. The Buff fumble the- was only like two years ago. Right, right. Come on. It's always a it's always a decent game. Just settle down. Settle down for me like 5%. I can't. <laughs> You're going to win the Super Bowl again. This is so boring. So I hate we, it. And it does feel like uh, New England, Arizona, and Carolina. Let's do it. Let's do I don't New remember, England, Arizona. I don't, usually we have seven teams. So who's every year that I always call it the wonk team when I have my column? Yeah. Every year there's that wonk team in the playoffs that's like they get in, nobody expects anything, and all of a sudden they're doing well. There's like eight teams that could be the wonk team this year. Right. 
I'd believe any of them. Like Green Bay is a total wonk team candidate. Nobody feels good about them. Mm-hmm. They they're gonna they could lose this. We'd be the six seed or the five seed, whatever. And right. people are oh they suck. Blah blah blah. They lose. They stumble into the playoffs, and then mm-hmm. Rodgers gets hot. Right. They're a little wonky. Maybe it's Minnesota too. Who knows? I know I don't trust any of them. After last week, I do not trust one team. Um, anything to plug? Uh, I'm at the cousin Sal on Twitter. I'm on. Uh, we're running reruns on uh, on Kimmel, mm. but you should still watch. And uh, on ESPN, I give my picks tonight, Tuesday night. Never in two years have I given out uh, back-to-back losing best bets. So look for that. What lost last week? The Steelers wasn't even oh. close. Not even close. All right. Well, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. Remember, right now they're offering my listeners an absolutely incredible offer: get one hundred dollars off my handpicked security package. Get complete protection for your home. No contracts, no commitments. Go to simplysafebill.com and save $100 on my security pick. And hopefully they'll soup up Brad's apartment so we don't lose our trophy. Uh, Thanks to HBO for being nice enough to give me my own television show that launches next spring. Thanks to SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor of both the BS Podcast and Channel 33. Subscribe to both podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And here's my little holiday gift to you. What is it? I exchanged a couple emails with Mike Francesa. You did? Uh, in 2016, when I'm back in New York, I'm going to co-host the Francesa show for the entire show. Yes. Five hours of me and Mike. <laughs> Why am I more excited about this than the HBO show? Five, <laughs> five hours of me and wow. Mike. Wow. When is that? You know how you bring stuff to people's house? Yeah. How, like, hey, hey, how are you? You bring like yeah. a six pack. I have to bring like a 12 pack of Diet, Diet Coke, Coke, right? Yeah. I just have to. Right, right, Do right. I put it in a cooler? Do I bring a cooler with the ice? Yeah. Oh, he'll love it. They'll love it. <laughs> That's going to be great. When is it? You don't know? Whenever I go back. It's probably uh, January, February. I don't you know. better be I careful. Be back he might not let you go. They're going at it as hard as they can. <laughs> Mike and the Simmons on the fan. Good right. afternoon, everybody. Yeah! Bill Simmons here. Yeah! <laughs> They're doing that. Do we go to that thing? They're doing that whole charity thing. They're doing thing. it, right? Where where is it? It should Stop be streamed. So that's got to be on TV. The yeah. Yes Network should step up yeah, and show that. that Somebody's got to step that up. Yeah. All right. Happy holidays. Happy uh, holidays. I look forward to losing money this week. I'm not positive that we're going to have another podcast this week because uh, Tate is away and I don't know. We like this guy, Jim, but Jim's, how could you trust him? Jim's good. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. We'll <laughs> see how Jim turns out. But we might we might be gone for the week. We might not. So you might not have Joe House this week. If we don't have Joe House, just check out his Twitter feed for his picks at House from DC. Uh, and that's it. Happy holidays. Good job by you. Good job by you. We about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. Picture me rolling. Picture me rolling.